winners, alhamdulillah. <laughs> so, but alhamdulillah, we're, we're really thankful to all the youth that came out from very far away. A lot of brothers I met, they, they didn't know about the retreat, but you know, basketball just flies into their ears from somewhere. Alhamdulillah, they were making it, and then we, we got an opportunity to talk to them about the retreat as well, and we told them to come visit by as well. Um, so just very quickly, inshallah. So uh, the, the winning team, inshallah, will call, call them up. We got, um, inshallah, Subhan, Aman. If you can, inshallah, just come forward. These are our, our alumni, mashallah, that had studied one here, do a lot of khidmah here. We have Brother Musa. Brother Musa, come on, come on. Don't, don't go to the back. Is there a very special guest here, Brother Musa? Come on, Brother Musa. Musa, Brother Musa, come on. Brother Musa, mashallah, he's a professional basketball player. Alhamdulillah. And we, we mashallah, Mullah Farhan, you know him. He has always, mashallah, the most ajeeb ideas. And uh, he hit him up, I don't know, on Instagram or something like that and told him, please come through. And alhamdulillah, he accepted our invitation. Mashallah, uh, based on our, what we observe, mashallah, very practicing. Alhamdulillah, very, very good brother. And they were telling me, like, in the car, they were like, oh, we got to maybe give him da'wah, talk to him about deen. Subhan was like, the whole time in the car, he was telling us, brother, life is short. Got to think about the hereafter. And mashallah, we're really happy to have him here. And we're, we're really happy that he was a part of this program, you know. Jazakumullah khairah. Aman, inshallah, Aman, come forward. Where are you? Aman. Okay. I just want to thank uh, this brother right here. That's all I wanted to say. I have nothing else to say. He's the key to the ignition, mashallah, tabarakallah. He reached out to me, and he was uh, very enthusiastic, enthusiastic to have me come. He messaged me every other hour. <laughs> he sent me videos. He sent me pictures pamphlets, flyers, and eventually I said, you know, I'm going to come. He said, oh, great. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And we've been come, we've become close. He's a, I'm not cutting his head off. I'm not trying to gloat for him. I'm speaking the truth. I'm speaking honestly from my heart. He's one of the best hosts, mashallah, even while I'm here, even after he got me here, every 30 or 40 minutes, he's messaging me. He's, Musa, everything okay? Do you need anything else? Um, is your son okay? Do you need Gatorade? Do you need water? Do you need, you know, do you need to rest? Um, mashallah, tabarakallah, he, you know, how can I, how can I suit for your son? If he, does your son need a rest? Alhamdulillah, tabarakallah. He's a great host, mashallah. He's the key to the ignition. I just wanted to thank him. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khayr, barakallah. One last thing. This is the greatest event that I've ever been a part of. Allah Akbar. I had the opportunity and the blessing to travel to over 16 countries, alhamdulillah. I've been to Europe, South America, Middle East, Mexico, El Salvador, Venezuela, Chile, Dubai, uh, not Dubai, uh, Bahrain, uh, Qatar, you name it, subhanAllah. This is, I've never seen a facility like this before in all of my life. And I've never, more importantly than that, more important than the beauty of the facility and how it's built is the people, is you. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. I've never been a part of a program like this. I've never been so impressed. I've never been so mind blown. And I don't think I've ever went all the day until Fajr. 
since I was a young boy. So subhanAllah, this has uh, been an amazing experience. Thank you, daughter Salam, for having me, mashallah. And be grateful that you're here. This is, this is the greatest event that I've ever been a part of. Jazakallah khair. Mashallah, Brother Musa, you'll always be our guest, inshallah. Please feel free to always come by. Consider it like your home, inshallah. Uh, with them, inshallah, was Ammar and Fazl. Please quickly come up, inshallah. Ammar and Fazl, don't shy away. Two very shy guys, mashallah. <laughs> Especially Ammar. As expected, the last person to come up. Where is he? Where is he? Oh, there he is. All the way from the back, mashallah. Okay, uh, the, the, the people that played with them, I hope you're still around. The brother from, from Florida, mashallah, we're very happy to be hosting uh, so many people from different states. And DSF Shabab, that was your team name. Are you guys here, DSF Shabab? USF, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, USF Shabab. 40 teams, too much to remember. USF Shabab, please come forward as well. Alhamdulillah, we had uh, these brothers played very uh, enthusiastically. In their team was also Sheikh Umar Husseini, his, his son. Uh, as well, um, we're really happy that, you know, they came from far away and they came as participants of the program primarily and they also participated in the tournament as well. MashaAllah. Jazakallah khair. So we invite our team, MashaAllah, from Tampa. They came all the way from Tampa, whole jama'ah right here. Alhamdulillah, imagine that. A whole basketball team, mashallah, from Tampa did i'tikaf here. Mashallah, one Sheikh Omar's son, he's, he's part of the team and he brought, uh, brought the whole team. So, son came first, then the team came, and then the father came, mashallah. So, I want, we would like to, on, uh, on behalf of Darussalam, Salaam, we'll congratulate all of you. And inshallah, we're going to ask you, inshallah, to make this uh, a staple place. You're going to be part of our retreat every year, inshallah, on Memorial Day weekend. The last weekend of May, we'll we have our staple retreat, we'll have the tournament. And inshallah, we'll double it next year. Like everything we're increasing, inshallah, this hopefully will be a, a, an awesome tournament. And don't feel bad. SubhanAllah, your presence here, you got much more than you know, losing the game. Much, 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 much more than that. Your presence over here, alhamdulillah, I'm sure you benefited tremendously. So uh, give a loud takbir for these brothers. Allahu Akbar. Okay, mashallah. And also, our host here, Mulana Salman, I want to say, also mashallah, he actually, his team won the final uh, yesterday. There was the uh, tournament for the alumni of the one-year program. So the 27, 2017, 2018, one-year cohort, they won it. MashaAllah, uh, Mustafa, Uthman, Arqam, Mulana Salman. I'm, am I missing anyone else? Yeah, so alhamdulillah, they, uh, that team won the tournament, alhamdulillah, for the alumni. So it's amazing, 250 students have graduated from the one-year program. Over the past nine to ten years, alhamdulillah. And so now this is a new thing. We had an alumni gathering last night and then we had a tournament. It was very, very, very beautiful. MashaAllah to see all of you present there. So I just wanted to appreciate these youth and our students for participating. I'm going to give a shout out to those brothers who spent the night doing khidmah. There was a team of five, six brothers who cleaned all the toilets, all the bathrooms, all the courtyard, tons of garbage. MashaAllah went around the whole building. SubhanAllah, the whole night they were, not, they were cleaning. So make lots of dua for them that Allah subhanahu wa accept their khidmah and service, grant them, grant them taqwa, tahara, grant them righteous, pious wives and grant them righteous, pious children and allow them to continue to serve the deen. And inshallah, without further ado, inshallah, we'll have the morning duas and then Mawlana Zubair who's going to be graduating as a Mawlana today, he's going to be giving a short 15-minute khatira on the life and the legacy of Mufti Taha Karan. Rahimahumullah, rahmatan wasi'ah who passed away just last week. One of our elders, one of our teachers, mashallah, you know, who was a great, great abqari, great alim. 
and we're going to hear some reflections on, on his life. Uh, the trophy, the trophy, Sheikh, where is the trophy? This is it right here, right? Mashallah. So be careful. Dar salam retreat. Mashallah. This is the, the trophy that was handed out to them in, uh, and the celebrations officially took place, alhamdulillah, in the court. Yeah, next time we should do a celebration over here. Yeah, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. We can throw some zamzam water in here. Inshallah, we'll have the morning duas now. Bismillahilladhi la yadurru Ma'asmihi shay'un fil ardi Wala fil samat وهو السميع العليم رضيت بالله ربا وبالإسلام دينا وبمحمد النبي اللهم بك أصبحنا وبك أمصينا وبك نحيا وبك نموت وإليك النشور اللهم أنت ربي لا إله إلا أنت خلقتني وأنا عبدك وأنا على عهدك ووعدك ما استطعت أعوذ بك من شر ما صنعت أبوء لك بنعمتك علي وأبوء لك بذنبي فاغفر لي فإنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت أصبحنا على فطرة الإسلام وعلى كلمة الإخلاص وعلى دين نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى ملة أبينا إبراهيم حنيفا مسلما وما كان من المشركين اللهم ما أصبح بي بالنعمة أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الهم والحزن وأعوذ بك من العجز والكسل 
وأعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل وأعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال اللهم أنت ربي لا إله إلا أنت عليك توكلت وأنت رب العرش الكريم ما شاء الله كان وما لم يشأ لم يكن لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله أعلم أن الله على كل شيء قدير وأن الله قد أحاط بكل شيء علما اللهم إني أعوذ بك من شر نفسي ومن شر كل دابة أنت آخذ بناصيتها إن ربي على صراط مستقيم اللهم عافني في بدني اللهم عافني في سمعي اللهم عافني في بصري لا إله إلا أنت اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الكفر والفقر اللهم إني أعوذ بك من عذاب القبر لا إله إلا أنت اللهم رحمتك أرجو فلا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين وأصلح لي شأني كله لا إله إلا أنت سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه 
ورضا نسي وزنة عرشي ومداد كلماتي أعوذ بك أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق إن شاء الله now we'll have the short khatir by Moana Zubair There are many people in the world that pass away. But there are very few who the world mourns over. A great giant, someone we can all attest to his knowledge, passed away last Friday. He was an ocean of knowledge known as the Imam al-Shafi'i of this era. Mufti, master in hadith and a polymath. He had an outstanding command of the Arabic language, poetry, research, writing, fatawa, and many more which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him and gifted him with. Who was this great giant, Rahimahullah? This giant was Mufti Taha Karan, Rahimullah. In the past couple of days, reading his biography, and all the different scholars throughout the world talking about Mulana, really made me reflect off myself and see the position I am at and where he was at, and how much there is for us to work and to become someone like him, because he was truly a gem that cannot be replaced. And when reading his biography, it made me really cry that we lost such an erudite scholar. He left such a legacy behind that right after he passed away, scholars would spread all the different information, all the different gems of his life around WhatsApp, around social media. There is written a eulogy for 
Mufti Taha, in Arabic, a beautiful poem, five minute poem written on Mufti Taha Quran. This was, the pers- this was the type of person he was. That right after he passed away, his legacy started, and people remember him for all the works that he has written. He was so great that even when he was alive, great, great scholars, great muhaddithin praised him as well. And one of them that we know, who also passed away last year, the, the great muhaddith of Deoband, Mufti Sa'id Palanpuri, praises him. And we know how Mufti Sa'id is. He's a personality that's very jalali. He doesn't go around praising everyone. When he does praise somebody, it really means something. And I would like to share the words that Mufti Sa'id said regarding Mu'ataha Quran. One of my friends sat with us in this gathering, Mu'ataha. He's calling him his friend. As we know, Mufti Taha Quran, he studied under Mufti Sab. But, subhanAllah, he called him a friend. His father, Mu'ala Yusuf, was my colleague in Darulum Deoband. Then the Mawla Taha himself also came to Dar al-Ulum and attained first position in Darut al-Hadith. He was Shafi'i, think about this. He beat everyone in his class. To such an extent it was said about him that he would write all the rebuttals from the Hanafi madhab and the, um, write the rebuttals against the Hanafi madhab according to what the Shafi'i view was. And that's how he would get high, high scores. And although I love my students, this is Mufti Sa'id saying this, my love for him is more and he loves me. Subhanallah. Let's talk more about the biography of Mufti Taha. Where was he from? Where did he study? Mufti Taha was born in Cape Town, South Africa, renowned to a family of Islamic scholarship. His father was also known to be a prominent scholar of Cape Town, Mawlana Yusuf Quran. Sheikh Taha completed his Quranic memorization in one year. Shows how brilliant he was. After finishing four years of the Alam course in two years, he journeyed to, to, the, to India and studied in Dar ulum Deoband. Graduating from there in 1991 with the highest of distinction. He then traveled to the Middle East and completed a two-year graduate diploma at the Higher Institute of Islamic Studies in Cairo, Egypt. Sheikh Taha has done many services of the deen and one of the greatest that he has done is that he's the founder of the seminary Dar al-Ulum al-Arabiya al in 1996. Over here, I would like to mention a couple of incidents, a couple of stories regarding Mufti Taha Quran with his students, with other people, and even other scholars. First, one of the stories that really struck out to me was a story that one of my teachers shared with me, Mona Yaqub. He was one of the most closest students to Mufti Taha Quran. So I have the honor to say that he is my grand teacher, Mufti Taha Quran. And he said that, first before I would like to mention the story, I would like to show how Mufti Taha Quran 
was someone that really reflected and was a living example of the pious predecessors. One of them that I would like to mention is the incident of Ibrahim al-Harbi. He was a scholar that lived in the second century of Islam. And Ibrahim al-Harbi, he was a person that wasn't so rich. And we see this all in the pious predecessors. There weren't people that came from a very rich background. They lived a life of absence of the dunya. And he was sitting one day. His wife came to him and told him that there is no food for our children to eat. Can you please sell your books? Give it away so that our kids can have food and they can eat. So Ibrahim al-Harbi said, Isbir, Isbir, just wait, wait, wait. She said, we can wait, but what about our kids? They can't wait. He said, don't worry about it. Inshallah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open a way for us. So usually he would go and sit outside on the porch and he would read his books. And this one person comes and screaming out, yelling out, Aina Ibrahim al-Harbi, Aina Ibrahim, where is Ibrahim al-Harbi? Where is Ibrahim al-Harbi? And then someone indicates and tells him Ibrahim al-Harbi's house is right there. He's sitting on the porch. He's reading a book. And when they approach Ibrahim al-Harbi and they sit by him, they ask him, are you Ibrahim al-Harbi? He's like, yes, I am. He said that this person told him, these are two camels. That is for you and your family. On his camels, there's goods, there's food, there's everything that you need. And Ibrahim al-Harbi said, who is this from? Who brought this to you? He's like, the person made me take a qasam, an oath that I do not tell you who he is. But he's from Khurasan. So he gave him these belongings, he gave him all of this food, sustenance. And he brought it to his wife and his kids. And he told him that this is the gift that has been given to me from this place in Khurasan. So we see from this incident of Ibrahim al-Harbi, he had patience over his, his uh, uh, food, but he did not have patience over his knowledge. He did not want to give up his books for the sake of something that is actually a need. He put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought someone to him and gifted all of this food to him. These were the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One may say, why are you mentioning this story to us? What is, how does this connect to us? But using this example of Ibrahim al-Harbi and how he was so indulgent to his ilm, Mufti Taha Quran had the same exact quality inside of him. And this is the story that I want to mention about Mufti Taha Quran, which my teacher shared with me. And this is his own personal experience with Mufti Taha Quran. He was saying that one day Mufti Taha Quran was in the library and he was teaching his students. And over there they had windows. There were, some of them were cracked up and they had plastic covering those windows because of how much rain would happen there. So Mufti Taha Quran he was teaching, 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 and he went past the, the time where he was supposed to teach. And mashallah, he's a giant. 
when he starts talking, when it comes to ilm and academics, he would go on and on for hours without stopping. So as he was going, he had valuable manuscripts in one of his bookshelves. And he wanted to make sure that that's always stayed secure. And out of nowhere, it got very dark and it started raining. And the water started coming inside the library. So he realized that, the that there, was gonna be, there was a flood that was about to come inside his library. He quickly went and told his students to make sure the manuscripts and all those books are protected. So the students went straight to the manuscripts and the books to protect them. And they took the books and they put, they put them somewhere else that will be safe. So that the books don't get wet. After they did this, Mufti Thakran got up and he sat back down and he started his dars again. And everyone's just looking at him strange like, okay, we'll reschedule or we'll go back home or something else. He did not care. He, he didn't care about the flood that was inside his library. As long as those manuscripts are protected, we can continue on and do our dars. Now this is the mentality that he had. Nothing stopped him to make sure that his ilm, whatever he's spreading of his knowledge was there. Like that, there are so many other incidents of Mufti Taha Quran. Another incident that I'd like to mention was when he was in Egypt. Money was being sent to him and for, for him to sustain himself and to get food. And a complaint started coming that you don't spend money on yourself to, to just keep yourself uh, uh, full, but rather you spend it all on your books. This is how Mufti Taha Quran was. He was someone that always made his time for, out for knowledge. He spent his time in Egypt like this. He spent his time with all sorts of ulama to make sure that he's always attaining knowledge. Now if you look at his character, now this is something that can attract all of us and see that how his character was. When it came to his students that wanted to study and they weren't able to, he would, he would financially support them. Even though he was not even sahib al-nisab, meaning he was zakat eligible. Money would come to him, big cash would come to him and he'd give it right away for the madrasa. He would give it for the seminary or he would give it to the students. He would take care of all sorts of students' finance. There's a very beautiful incident of one student that was going through so much difficulties. His family members passed away that supported him. He needed to support his own mother and his own family. And he had to leave his comfort zone. He had to leave his studies to make it an earning. Mufti Taha Quran heard about this and he called the boy and told him, what are you doing? He said, I have to earn money, I, can, I, I have to work. If I do not do this, then how I will, give, how will I sustain my family members? So Mufti Taha Quran said, all of, your, all of your matters will be all taken care of. He will, will find some way to make sure that you yourself are being sustained, your mom is taken care of, your other family members are taken care of, everyone in your family will be taken care of. Now this is how Mufti Taha Quran was. And this gives me an example of Malik ibn Dinar. He says, Anasu yaquluna inni zahidun. 
People are saying that I am, uh, people are saying, they're talking about Abdullah Mubarak, he was a great pious predecessor. He said, people will say about me that I'm a Zahid, the person who abstains, abstains from the dunya. Inna Zahid Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, the true Zahid, the true person who abstains from the dunya is Umar ibn Abdul Aziz. Alladhi atatu dunya fatarakaha. The whole dunya came to him in his hands, but he left it and he gave it away. Now this is a prominent example of Mufti Taha Quran. The dunya came into his hands. Bunch of cash would come to his hands, but he would always give it out to others. Till the extent that he was not even Sahib and Nisab. Zakat wasn't even wajib upon him. That's the state he was throughout his whole entire life. We can talk so much about Mufti Taha Quran. We can look at all of his biographies, the works that he has written. He's truly left a legacy behind. Now the main question comes is, what reflections can we take from his life? Yes, he's a great giant. He's someone that he pa passed away. And he moves, uh, he moves on with his life, with his hereafter. But what can we learn from this? It is number one, the inspiration that he had we should have the same inspiration as well to become someone great to become someone that long after we're gone people can benefit from us and that's what we see in his life number two we should appreciate scholarship most famous saying that we always hear is that when a bounty is gone then that's the moment we realize the value of it and that's how it was. We didn't, we didn't value the scholars that we had, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took them away from us. But if we value our scholars, we give them the attention that they, that they deserve, then insha'Allah ta'ala, they will be there and they will remain with us. And we will benefit from them as well. I'd like to end off when one of the poems that was, that I felt a strong connection, something that I felt that Mufti Taqaran had in himself. I'm not going to recite the poem, but I would like to mention that analogy that was made there. It was, it talks about how a person is humble. And he gives an example of the sun. If you look at the sun, it's all the way high up there but the light reaches to the ground. So it has the humbleness of the light reaching to the ground for us to benefit from. But we look at it to the sky and see how bright it is, how great it is. The same way as Mufti Taha Quran. He is like that sun that we all look up to. The death of a scholar is like the death of mankind. And we look up to him, but at the same time we benefit from his works. At the same time when he was alive, such a humble human being. That students when they would sit in front of him, they would not feel agitated. They will be free to ask him questions. They will benefit from him. He was a true example of our Islamic tradition. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we can truly reflect off of his life.
and that we can truly take a lesson from his life and that whatever qualities he has in his life we can inculcate it to our lives as well jazakumullah khair wa akhira da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alamin